Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated. Sister Showstrand, you better come. I don't know. She's going to make them sit on the platform again tonight. Praise the Lord, saints. I want to go to Psalms 149 right now. I feel like the Lord gave me a revelation, and I want to share it with you. And I got my blueletterbible.org to break it down so that we would understand what we're doing. I recognize that sometimes people think that exuberant worship is simply a function of caffeine or it's a function of personality. They don't recognize that it's a function of God's pleasure. So I want us to look at Psalms 149. If you put that up, Brother Jared, Psalms 149, we're going to start with verse 1. And I'm in the King James Version, so there's nothing fancy about it. It's right there. You can read it with me if you want to, and you can help me. Go right ahead. Let's go. Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song, and his praise in the congregation of saints. So, this is a commandment. Do what? What are we supposed to do? Praise ye the Lord. And then we're supposed to do it how? Sing a new song and his praise. All right? So I looked up what praise is there. It means halal. Everybody say halal. All right, so let me tell you what halal means. It means to shine, to be foolish. To rave, to make a show. Oh my goodness. It means to show off in the congregation, praising the Lord. That's exactly what it means. I'm telling you what the original Hebrew says. Say amen. amen. He says what to do and where to do it. He didn't say do it at home. He said when you get in the congregation, get foolish in your praise. Say thank you Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh yes. Hallelujah. How many of you want to do the will of God? Okay. Here's Psalms 149. Get foolish. My foolish and your foolish don't look like. Say, why are you doing it, Sister Shostrand? Because the Lord told me to, and I'm not here to satisfy your pleasure. I'm here to satisfy His. Because <laughs> it pleases Him. He likes it. He likes that. And I don't want to just do His will. Well, it's His will that I pay my tithes and give me the offer. I want, this tickles Him. Oh, does this get your attention to make you laugh? Both Caitlin and Tegan have this thing. Little, quiet, introverted girls, whenever I would get tickled, and I mean Caitlin could say some hilarious things, Tegan has inherited the hilarious gene. And Tegan will let rips with some of the most hilarious commentaries. And I will bust out laughing because it's like an ambush, and she'll say, Jenna, quit laughing at me. I said, oh, Tegan Jane, I'm not laughing at you. You brought me joy. <laughs> so now, when anything is exceptional, she'll say, Janet, did I bring you joy? Oh, yes, you did, honey. You brought me so much joy. I can't thank you enough. And I needed it. And one day, I can't remember what it was, but she tickled Siobhan, and Siobhan burst out laughing when I did. And immediately, Tegan turned to see, are we making fun? And Siobhan said, oh, baby, you just gave me joy. <laughs> <laughs> now, look at this. Verse 2, would you read it with me? 
Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. So I looked that up. I said, I want to know what rejoice means. I'd like to know because does that mean, woo, go Bucks? Does that mean what you do if you were sitting on the field? And boy, did I see some things. The only game I ever went to, I've never seen people carry on like that. It was all acceptable, all perfectly acceptable in the horseshoe, but not in church. Just perfect. Everybody understood it. Everybody submitted to it. Everybody thought it was great. But then when we come to church, but my Bible said, and your Bible in the King James Version, which is the original and nothing messing around with it said rejoice. So I said, what does that mean? It says, be merry. Be merry. Let me see your merriest face. Okay, we need to work on that. <laughs> he said, I want you to be merry in him. I want you to get tickled. I want you to giggle. Let the children of Zion be joyful. So I said, all right, if there's a difference... And rejoice and joyful, I want to know what it is. And I looked it up. Brother Dan Evers, you're never going to believe what joyful means. Want to hear what it means? Are you ready for this? It means to spin around. That's making you laugh right now just to think of it. Just to think of it. Now, see, you know that I would do it. You know me, don't you? Did you know how I blew my knee out? My husband's going, oh, God, don't do it again. <laughs> you were flat-footed then, and you're in high heels now on a sick ankle. He said, spin around. He said, I like it. The Lord likes me to spin like I top. Yes, he does. He like. look at you. You like it when I spin like a top. You're laughing right now. You see, she look ridiculous. You see, I'm bringing you joy. You wouldn't be laughing at me, would you? Oh, no. You would not because I'm bringing you joy, right? He said, after you've been merry and joyful, he said, I want you to spin around because of your king. Because you got a king. Then, verse Three says, let them praise his name. Oh, here we go. Oh, please don't get me started on that. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you what the Bible said about that. And I actually did it one time. It says to do it in a round. Do you know what that means? That means when these people danced, all the women got in a circle. And they began to dance together. And typically they do this one, two, three, la, la, yeah, 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 yeah. And I went to a Palestinian wedding. And that's what they do when they praise. They sing the bride to the wedding place. They come pick her up and she's, and then they deck her. And all those women gathered around and they began to go. And I was like, that sounds like a prayer meeting to me. And you know what I was doing? I had my eyes filled with tears because I kept hearing scriptures and the bride has made herself ready. And I thought about being decked in white and then they put gold all over that girl. I've never seen so much gold in all my life and it was 24 karat. They were adorning and it was amazing. I felt the tears come to my eyes and then at the marriage feast, you know what they did, Bishop? They got in a circle and they began to go, and 
they began to dance and, and they were so busy and I, I just shut my eyes and I was speaking in tongues. They wouldn't have known the difference. You know, they were speaking Arabic and everything and I was having myself a Holy Ghost time with hummus and falafel and you know what I was doing? I was praising the Lord in a dance right there at a wedding and nobody knew the difference but my dad did. I told you that I danced at a powwow. Just about decimated Sheena and Caitlin with embarrassment. They were, I told you, I'm going to tell you what, I prayed in tongues doing that very thing. By myself, no music, nobody there. And I said, Lord, I don't know. I hadn't read this scripture yet, Sister Sarah. I didn't even know he liked that. But I get over in my corner, what are you doing? Somehow I tapped into what pleases the king. I didn't need drums. I didn't need an accordion. I didn't need a choir. I just got there and all of a sudden something came into the room with me and started dancing with me. Hallelujah! I just thought it was a good blessing. I'm singing in tongues and worshiping and praising the name of Jesus and magnifying, dancing by myself. Sing to him with a timbrel and a harp. And I go after, I busted so many keyboards. I had somebody tell me and it wasn't a compliment. You play like a man. I said, well, let me tell you something. I didn't say it to him, but I was like, you don't know what he's done for me. And when I start thinking about what he's done for me, I'm playing the drums. I'm playing the tambourine. I'm playing the keyboard. I can't keep it to myself. Oh, lift your hands and holler to him. David said, while I have my being, I'm just going to, it's not for you. I'm sorry if it offends you or if you like it. It really wasn't for your consumption anyway. I wasn't doing it. I'm not a cheerleader for the church and I'm not a cheerleader for the angels. But you don't know what I came from and you don't know what he took me through and you don't know what he's promised me. I will not hold my peace. I'm dancing for my king. Sometimes I've gotten people together and we've gotten in a circle and I've spun around and I've been so lost in the Holy Ghost I didn't know where I was. Now, next verse. Oh my, why are you doing this, you ignorant woman? Such stupidity for a grown woman. Aren't you ashamed of yourself making a spectacle? Nothing's going to hinder me. Nothing's going to silence me. Shattered out if you believe. I'm not afraid. I'm not ashamed. You look ridiculous. Get behind me. For the Lord taketh pleasure. This delights him. I have danced. I'm not a ballerina and I've tried with everything in me, Sister Kelly. I, I just like, I don't know the steps, but right now I see myself in a white robe. What are you doing? I, I'm, a, I'm a spinning around. I'm, 
I'm, a, I'm, I'm performing to an audience of one. I've never seen him yet, but oh, I hope my dance will draw him down. I want to bring him down to where I am. I, 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 want him to, I want him to stand next to me. And No, I want more than that. I don't want him to stand next to me. I want him to dance with me. I, I want to dance till he comes down and says, little girl, I can't hold myself back anymore. He will beautify. You know what meek means? Humble. I don't care what you think about me. I'm sorry if I embarrass you. I'm sorry if I shame your sensibility. I'm sorry if you think that somebody that sang in the White House for a president ought to act differently. I want you to look at the office of the president and all those people who call themselves sophisticated and are losing their minds publicly and privately doing things I've never done before. Not that I'm marvelous and glorious, but if I want to dance in front of my king, ain't nobody going to stop me and no devil in hell gonna shame me I'm not YouTube material I'm probably gonna embarrass you a little bit more I've rolled on the floor before I said Lord I will do anything if this pleases you I'd be glad to please you this way I'll run the aisles I don't care do you like this Jesus then let's run do you like it Jesus let's dance Jesus do you like this if you like it I'm gonna do it I am not ashamed of you I'm not embarrassed to run to spend to dance you don't know what he's done for me Big miracles, big demonstration. Big love, big forgiveness. Little love, little forgiveness. I can never go back and I cannot retreat. I'm going forward. Do you know what beautify means? I looked, adorn. So, while I'm out there just cutting a rug and doing all these things because he likes it, not so you see it, but so he sees it, he's walking over to me and he's going, you gorgeous little thing, I'm going to put a crown right here and a pin and I'm giving you a sash. I don't know what all things, but what it does is when I come out of it, you know how I feel? Beautiful. Why? Because I know I'm okay, I'm safe. Oh, there's nothing. You can't buy salvation in a pot or an eyeliner or a lip liner or a Botox or a lip filler or a whatever it is you go and get and put on your physical self. But when the Lord sees you worshiping him and he comes down and adorns you, there's something about being saved that changes your attitude and changes the way you think and the way you feel. You're not afraid of anything. When I first started worshiping the Lord and I didn't know all this, I'd feel compelled to stand up and throw my hands in the air and had nobody else doing it. And then I got to where if nobody was doing it, I'd do it just anyway because I worked so hard to get the courage that I was afraid if I ever stopped, I'd never start again. So every service, I'd make myself praise him. It didn't matter what everyone was doing, if the Holy Ghost was moving or wasn't. I knew what he did for me. And if nobody else would praise him, I'd praise him by myself. And he'd start worshiping with me. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and shout to the Lord. Well, then this is ridiculous. Because verse 5 said, let the saints be joyful in glory and let them sing aloud on their beds. And I was like, what? Now, Lord, I'm not sure I understand what this means. So, I looked it up. 
Let the saints be joyful. Do you guess what joyful means there? It means jump for joy. Look what the Lord has. Look what the... What are you doing? I'm jumping for joy. Why? Because I remember where I used to be. And every time I think about it, Brother Howard, I get a little crazy again. And I'm like, oh, ain't nobody doing nothing. I am, though, because I remember. You don't know the cost of the oil. Sister Connie Bernard sent me a text this weekend while I was in Virginia. And it was Cece Winans singing at the National Prayer Breakfast where I sang 20 years ago. And guess what she was singing? You don't know the cost of the oil. And I thought, if you had only met the author of the song. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> you know where I got it? Somebody preached a word and I was like, that's me. That, oh, that's me. People don't like it when you kind of bust out of convention. They don't like it because it embarrasses them. Because they're saying, I'm not doing that. Why is she doing that? Does she have something I ain't got? Who does she think she is? And all I know is Mary said, you set me free. I'm not leaving you whether you're dead or alive. And that's how I feel about Jesus. And I never stopped feeling that way. Shout to the Lord. The devil don't have to buy nobody if he's bound the church. You're too scared to run, to praise. I'm not asking you to make a fool of yourself for my sake. You don't have to impress me with whether or not you like what I said tonight. I'm reading from the Bible. You don't have to prove anything to me. I'm telling you what the word of the Lord said. And he said, I want you to do all of it. He said, I want you to jump for joy. Now, this is ridiculous. And then he said, I want you to do, I want you to sing on your bed. Now, why in the world will he say that? The implication is somebody's in bed and can't sleep. Or somebody's sick and can't get up. And he said, whether you can't sleep or you can't get up, look what the Lord has done. Make sure your spouse has on headsets. <laughs> Look what the Lord. Turn on the white noise and get the fan going. He healed my body. Yes. He touched my mind. There was a little old lady in Lone Oak. She was stricken with cancer before I got there. Not one of her kids living for the Lord. Just rough, rough, rough. And they blasted her larynx till they burned her vocal cords. And that woman would sit in a chair. And this is what she'd do. And every time she hit it, she was praising the Lord. She no longer had a voice, but she had a hand on a chair. And you know what happened? Heaven heard and saw. And a woman that didn't have a voice box began to speak and to sing. You think I'm going to hold my peace? Oh, I'm not ashamed. I'm not afraid. And I don't need music. I'm not dancing to the beat. 
I'm not singing to the music. I'm just one step from face to face. If I close my eyes 20 years ago, how old are you, Caitlin? Okay, you were six. Do the math, is that 25? 25 years ago, at six o'clock in the morning, the tire was flat and my husband was burning with fever. My father-in-law couldn't go with me. And I took a little girl with me in the back of the car on a pillow. Been up all night vomiting and burning up with fever. And I made my way to the hospital by myself. I didn't want to go. I want to curl up in a knot, but you have to be brave for a little thing in the back. You can't let yourself go. And they didn't have cell phones in, so I couldn't call nobody. I did find the payphone though, and I called everybody I could think of. Hey, how you doing? Well, just remember us, you know, where it's Caitlin and me, and, and her daddy's sick, and her papa couldn't come, and, and the tire was flat, and y'all just remember, it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be great, oh yeah. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and that man, that Pakistani Muslim man, pulled me inside that room and said, you want to stand here and watch? And I have never seen my child go under anesthesia. And her eyes rolled back in her head. And I saw and felt the voice saying, she's going to die. And that's what it looks like. And tears. I got ambushed right then. And I went, <gasps> And he looked at me, and it was just like the devil talking to me, Brother Shane, I apologize. But that man didn't know who was talking when he said, Are you all right? And I was, You evil, filthy. I know who you are. Using a Muslim doctor and me by myself. No man to turn to. No mama to comfort me. I'm by myself. Never been in this hospital before with my baby at the hands of a stranger who doesn't know your name. My God, where are you? What are you doing? And a little prayer cloth tucked in my coat pocket. The prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. But when you're by yourself and you got a sick baby and she's in the hands of strangers and they got the bells and the whistles and the dinging and the banging, it's a little bit hard to hear. Look what the Lord done. I couldn't avoid him any longer. I walked into a little waiting room where there was two benches facing each other. And I got in one and sat down. Tiny little room. And there was a settee across here. I knew who was looking at me. See, you are ignorant and delusional. There was nobody sitting there. Oh, my friend, the room was full with a cloud of witnesses and the spirits of just men made perfect. It was my moment to either give glory or sin and fall short. I'm either going to blame him or bless him. My chance is now. I can either let him have it. How dare you put me and my husband through this when we've been faithful to serve you and when her grandpa and grandma have served you and when we have sacrificed and given up and how dare you? You can blame him or you can bless him and the consequence is the result of your choice. You know what I did, Sam? I surprised myself. <laughs> 
I shocked myself because I didn't think I had it in me. I held on that prayer cloth in my pocket and I looked right at that seat. I looked right there and I said, Lord, I'd like to thank you for this little girl you sent us. She is a treasure, Jesus. And she has been such a blessing to me personally and her daddy. I didn't know that a child could bring such joy. She just precious. And I'd like to thank you for six wonderful years. And you know, Jesus, you give and you take away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And Lord, this is not my will. You know, when you read it long enough, if you read those words long enough, they're the moment that you need them. If you've been trained and you love, oh, suddenly I said, Lord, I know you can heal her in an instant. Sean, I need you to come walk with me right now. I know that you could speak and it be done instantaneously. I want you to know that I know if you want to, you can do it. Nevertheless, nevertheless, oh yes, I got to say it. I got the privilege of saying those words that were written 2,000 years ago. Nevertheless, not my will. But thine be done. Caitlin, come here. All the promises of God in him are yea and amen. Get on the other side of me, Caitlin. Hook your arm through mine. I'm going to lean on you. I want you to listen to me. One time she went to her grandpa and said, Papa. Is Jesus going to heal me? You know what he said to her? Yes, baby, he's going to heal you. I said, you told her that? And he said to me, yes, Jan, I told her. Because I know he will either heal her here or he will heal her there. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. But I want you to tell you, he knew the night of her conception when I prayed, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, that her sickness was not to death, but to the glory of the Lord. And if God would do it for me, he would surely do it for you. make her live for God I couldn't command her to worship but one night at 11 years old after going through gallbladder surgery we got her a little rotten dog that got in rat poison and I said Caitlin that dog's gonna die unless our family prays and Sheena prayed crying 16 Lord have mercy and my husband prayed God have mercy and Caitlin lifted her little hands and said Jesus please save my dog she didn't say save me but while she was praying, I said, 
lift your hands and the Holy Ghost came over her and the I am moved into the house and he healed her soul and then he healed her body somebody shout to the Lord I want you and Shauna to sit right there These 21 days are not for the faint-hearted and the faithless. And they're not so you can get a certificate. I'm glad you got yours for reading your Bible. Ain't nobody going to give you a certificate and congratulate you for doing this. But when you get done, I touch. if you have pleased the Lord... And that's the key. 21 days to please him. 21 days to say, no, I don't, I don't want to watch TV. I, 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 I came to talk to you. Oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to my usual retreat. Can I talk to you one more time? Jesus, could I just make sure you're still there again? I'm going to dance for you. What are you going to do every Wednesday, every Sunday morning? Am I going to get out here and dance? I don't know what I'm going to do. Don't be surprised why. I'm performing to an audience of one. Raise your hands right now. Oh, you say I'm sick? Sing on your bed. Stay there. Did you hear what I just did to them? I said stay there. I told them to wait on me. Stay there. And pastor said, when the cloud moves, we move. And when the cloud stays, we stay. And my Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord, wait, uh, shall renew their strength. Ah, what are you doing? I'm waiting. He said, if you can't sleep, Sing on your bed. If you're sick, sing on your bed. Verse 6. Now, now we're getting to 6, 7, 8, and 9. And this is what he showed me. I'm going to have to ask y'all, Caitlin, take my boots off, honey. You know I have an affliction. This affliction is for the glory of God. Do you know that? Do you understand that? Are you ashamed of me because my feet are weak? Do I embarrass you because I limp? Well, you're going to be ashamed a whole lot more because this body is passing away. But what's on the inside of me is going to last. You may see a lot worse happen to me before this is over. Don't you worry about it. I am willing to burn this flesh up to proclaim the name of Jesus and his soon return. I want to go out worshiping. And he told us four things you do to worship. It's not dancing and spinning and singing. It's love. It's godly reverence. sacrifice who told you you don't need to sacrifice anymore it's too hard tell him shut up there's a crown waiting for you you were doing it for me anyway 
And the fourth thing with a motive. I'm not trying to get you to do something you don't want to do. I'm just telling you what the Lord showed me. Verse 6. Do what? Say it with me. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth. That means exaltation. Mighty, strong. Sounds like hollering to me. Alpha, Omega. Beginning and the end. What are you doing? I'm yelling to the darkness. I'm yelling. Emmanuel. You're going through hell. Emmanuel. It rhymes with hell. You going through it? Don't talk about the hell. Talk about Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. Can you see him, Lord? Open the young man's eyes. High praises and a two-edged sword in your hand. And you know what hand means? It's Yod, Pastor. It's that finger they put on the Torah. He said, let this double-edged sword, let the word of God be your strength and power. Don't try to punch the devil out, getting mad at somebody and telling them off. Don't try to fight this battle with your mouth. He said, I'm going to show you what to do. He said, I want you to get your Bible. Now, I told Pastor, said, Sir, I'm going to request that when we pray, that we pray the scriptures. And I'm going to request, Sir, that when we pray, we find a Psalms and we read it out loud. Do you know, I've been waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I I've been waking up at 2.30 and 3.30. And I I've been waking up all crazy hours of the night. And normally, I try, to, I try to disengage myself. And I try not to let the cares and the worries of, of your problems. I say, well, I'll just get it off my mind. And then I decided, I ain't getting it off my mind. I'm going to deal with it. I can handle it when I'm here with you, but it's at 4.30 in the morning when I'm by myself and everyone's asleep. So you know what I've been praying? Can you go to one scripture and then come back to another? Psalm 68. We sing it around here because we got people that got problems. They got mental problems, emotional problems, and spiritual problems. Psalm 68. And you know what? I can't go shake them loose of their addictions. I can't walk up and go, did you know so-and-so has an addiction and we need to pray for her? And this so-and-so over here has an addiction and we need to pray for him? Because I'd crush people. I can't go to them and say, would you let me give you counseling? Because that's not what they need. What they need is deliverance from heaven. So you know what I've been saying, Sister Shannon, at 4 30 in the morning let God arise Lord I know there's a spirit that so and so's battling they don't know it they think it's just them they think they got addicted by accident but I know good and well who it is I'm asking you to get up and let your enemies be scattered oh let God arise let God arise 4 30 in the morning I'm not yelling it but I'm under the covers and I'm reading it would somebody read it with me I'm about to lose my voice would you men holler with me, please? Let God arise. Go. Go next. Let his enemies be scattered. Go. Let them also that hate. 
done. Can you shout? I got a sword in my hand at four in the morning, Jen. I say, are you fighting at four? Yep. I'm not going to YouTube, Brother Dan. I'm not reading Apple News. Oh, you want to wake me up at four in the morning? I got a surprise for you. I got to rise. There's nothing like the voice of fear and doubt to come to you in the wee hours. If you're awake, fight. Do you hear me? Fight! Not by your power. Start reading his words. Read them, because let me tell you what happens. Read the next verse, please, if you don't mind. Verse 7. High praises. Oh, what? Shut up. What? What? And you know what the Lord said to me? Janice, if I could get my church up. He said, honey, go tell them. If they'll stop being afraid to worship me and just worship with abandon because they love me. If they'll just find me and celebrate me and sing to me and talk to me. And, and, and maybe they can jump a little. I don't want to embarrass anybody. And Janice, don't you go try to make people jump. I said, yes, sir. I will not do it. But if I see anybody that has a little look like they want to jump, I'll jump with them. Yes. There are two of me. Yes. And I'll lean on you and kick my bad foot. Go ahead. Go back to that verse, honey. Seven. Seven, seven, seven. He said, while you are carrying on in front of me. I see what's going on in Newark. I see the filth. I hear children cry at 4.30 in the morning, Janice. I don't let you see it because it would, you would lose it. But he said, I see it. So I wake you up and I tell you, tell me what to do, Janice. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. And he said, while you're singing on your bed and reading me scriptures, while you come to church and dance and run the aisles and shout your hair down and while you walk those aisles you can't run you say I'm too old and then you hold hands and you do whatever you can do and you rock or whatever it is you got strength to do say what are you doing I'm feeling my Holy Ghost right now and my little foot's hurting and so you know what can you praise the Lord sitting down what do you think does this look like praise to you right now I'm, I'm saying Jesus I feel you I'm with you I'm with you 100% Jesus though this outward man perish my soul's running laps around this room right now I'm leaping and, and oh brother Rob if I could do a handstand like you did don't you do it anymore if I could do it I would leap and jump and spin and turn around and I want to do it I want to do it again I, why because while I'm worshiping he is up slaying devils and setting kids free he's going over to the crack house on the back side of East Maine and he's doing business because he said I saw what you did. I'm sending the cops. I didn't know that while I'm dancing and praising that Newark's finest is going to the crack house to find a baby that somebody's mama left there breathing meth. I told him I can't save him but I know who can. 
would you rather do? Go try to get a degree and win in the court of law? Would you like to go try to pack heat and be a policeman? Do you want to be a social worker? Do you honest to God think that you have enough power to deliver and save and redeem? He said, if my people called by my name will get a hold of me and stop disobeying me and worship and take delight in me, I will get up and those heathens that are killing their own kids, he said, I'm going to take care of business. I need someone to shout. He said, if you'll praise me, I'll take care of business. Really? Yes, honey. I'm tired of looking at the news and feeling like I can't do nothing. So I got a secret. When I come to church, look what the Lord has done. He promised me that he's going to get up. He said, I'm going to execute vengeance. That means I am going to take care of what was already done. And then I'm going to punish people. I can't punish people. Do you know what punishment meant? Okay, heathens mean they don't know nothing about God. But people? Hmm. Say, Sister Showstrand, if our kids are acting up in church, are you praying and by acting up, I'm not talking about chewing gum and writing notes. I'm talking about doing things that ought not be done. What are you praying? I'm going to say, Lord, spank them. Sister Shostrand, you mean thing. Oh, yes, I'm mean. I'm mean. I'm mean enough to say, God, get them so they don't burn in hell. They're not my child. Yes, baby, your child. Yes, I want the Lord to save your child more than I want your child to be successful and popular and wealthy and famous. I want the Lord to do whatever it takes and he's got to correct your child, rebuke your child. I can't save anybody else, but Brother Heath, I'm telling you right now, if Hayden and Haley go sideways, I'm going to praise the Lord even more. I'm going to magnify his name and I'm going to turn them over to the Lord. I can't make Hayden and Haley bow their knee, but I know who can. You say, you're going to make it hard on them. My God, do you want to see your children burn in hell? He said, I'm going to send correction and discipline. Janice Showstrand, you might get disciplined yourself. Yes, happens all the time. Do you like it? I am so grateful that he loves me enough to sit me down and put me in a corner and say, you better get over this or you're not going to make it because, oh, I want to see him look upon his face. This is not just for me. Last verse, Philip. Thank you, honey. We're, we're one verse away. To bind their kings... You know what the kings means? It means the leaders in Newark and Heath and Licking County. It means governors and presidents and Democrats and Republicans that are full of the devil and are trying to create havoc so that God's people can't worship and praise and magnify. Brother Larry, it's incumbent on me if I want Siobhan and Tegan to be saved, I'm going to do what the Bible said so the Lord can get up and say, Gabriel, 
And I don't think he even speaks to him. I think he looks at him. Because my husband can give me a look and I know exactly what it means and he never opens his mouth. Do you think God don't know how to look at his angels that stand before him every day and give a look? And you know what he's saying? Christian Apostolic Church finally got the word after 40 days. I want them to worship me with abandon and praise me. And then I'm going to get up and fight the spirits that have been binding their families and their children. He said, Oh, yeah,